Um, take your Bibles and find Isaiah, Jeremiah, turn to Lamentations just for a moment. And um, if you believe in, uh, or if it doesn't bother you to mark in your Bible, this is what I did many years ago in the Bible uh, that I'm using tonight. Turn to the book of Lamentations chapter 3 and uh, look at verse 21. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 21. Say amen when you are there. If you're not there, say hold on. <laughs> ah, Ronnie wants to go eat ice cream, amen. All right, I'm going to read this to you, but honestly, if you want to mark something in your Bible beside uh, uh, verse 21 and down to verse 26, I wrote this, praise God for His mercy. Praise God for His mercy. It says, Lamentations 3.21, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we, you and I, you and I, men, women, boys, girls, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Why? Because His compassions fail not. And look at verse 23. Praise the Lord for this. They are new every morning. And as Ethan saying a while ago, great is his faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Verse 26, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Great is His faithfulness. Thank the Lord uh, that He is long-suffering toward His own people. Well, take your Bibles tonight and uh, turn again to 1 Samuel. We're going to go uh, back a, a chapter from 17 to chapter 16. And um, I told you the message uh, tonight uh, titled, A Church with a Heart. It, um, it came from my just reading over and over um, the book of 1 Samuel and studying the life of David and um, how God used David. And I told Drew's dad, I appreciate his mom and dad being with us today, but uh, I, I did not get through with my message this morning. Uh, David uh, cried out when uh, he heard the challenge uh, from uh, Goliath. And so he asked this question, is there not a cause? And uh, there was a cause. And, and David stepped in to fulfill that cause. And so I will tell us tonight, before I even begin this, uh, a church with a heart, uh, church, there's still a cause today. Matter of fact, it's getting greater and greater every day for us to take our stand to be what the Lord would have us to be. But I'm glad I'm glad that, you know, we don't look at the person of David as much as we do the, the power of God. Amen? And I'm, I'm glad that I don't care if you're six foot nine, I don't care if you're five foot tall, uh, God still looks at the heart. Amen? And uh, we sang a song. Mike, appreciate you singing that song, Trust and Obey. It, it's, it is very simple. If we want to serve the Lord and fulfill His will, 
Just trust and obey. Trust God and obey Him, and, uh, and we'll be okay. But in 1 Samuel 16, let's look at this uh, quickly tonight in verse number 7, if you will. Uh, again, uh, Samuel uh, had already uh, anointed Saul to be the first king. Saul has been rejected by God. Samuel goes to anoint a new king into the house of Jesse. And in verse 17, uh, verse uh, 7 of chapter 16, the Bible says, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. This morning we looked at the life of young David, and we looked at how God used him, uh, not in David's own ability, not in David's own power, but in the power of God, to kill Goliath and give victory to the children of Israel, God's people. And again, when Samuel went to anoint the next king, he, he did. He looked on Eliab. And Logan, I don't know why. Uh, you have to pay me for this later, but uh, I was thinking about uh, Eliab probably looked about like Logan. You know, just Miss Reba, just a handsome, outstanding looking young man. Had a good looking grandma. Amen. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but that's probably. Uh, it probably grabbed, he probably grabbed Samuel's attention. Surely, surely this, this is the Lord's anointed right here. And that's when, oh no, no Samuel, uh, I don't look on the outward appearance. I, I look on the heart. And so I, I thought about that just as God says about that about our uh, people, you and I. I believe also in my heart. Uh, Brother Michael, I believe it is true about our churches also. Uh, I want to say this. I believe, I believe this is one of the most beautiful uh, churches that, that I have, that I've ever seen. Um, inside and out, but especially inside. I, I love, and, and we owe, we owe much <laughs> to many people. One person we owe a lot to, he's in heaven tonight. But uh, that's Brother Daryl DeLoach. Um, he, he said, let the women choose the colors. Brother Daryl was real wise in that. Most of the time he didn't give in to anybody. But he said, I've got enough sense to know that women ought to be in charge of, of the colors. But Daryl had all kinds of great ideas along with David Rakes. We, we'd get our heads together and it was just fun to listen. But the stained glass windows, I love, don't you? I, I love, I love these stained glass windows. They are beautiful. Uh, but I love everything uh, about uh, the church. I love the, the pews. I love the carpet. Brother Darrell, when he uh, was talking about a pulpit, <laughs> remember my, Brother Mike? He said, we're going to get a man's pulpit. He said, shake. He said, you're Pretty big guy. He said, we're going to get you a pulpit. And I said, wow, I, I love, I love this pulpit. And, uh, but, but I love, honestly, I do. I love the air conditioning in the summer. I love the heat in the winter. I just love the, the appearance uh, of this church. <clears throat> but I want to say this. Alan Burke prays this quite often, and I love it. He says something to this effect. <clears throat> Lord, I thank you. Thank you for Auburn Baptist Church. Uh, 
But he said, Lord, we know that the church is not the building, it's the people. Uh, and every time you pray that, brother, it, it does something for me because it reminds me we're the church. This is a building. We, we certainly appreciate how God has provided and, and given us a beautiful building, but, but you and I, we're the church. All you ladies that are gathered here, all you men, all you young people, we are Auburn Baptist Church. And so God, He looks at the outward appearance and He blesses us with that, but God wants to look into the heart of this church. And that's the, that's the main, main thing about Auburn Baptist Church is the heart of this ministry. It's, it's what heart you and I have for Him as we are the church. Um, tonight, I just want to share four or five qualities about a church with a heart. I jotted these down during the week and added some things to them as I went through the week. But um, number one quality about a church with a heart is that church must have a desire to see people come to Christ. Church, if we lose that purpose, if we lose that focus, we are no longer a New Testament church. We must have always right in the front of our mind, in the front of our heart, we, we want to see people come to Christ. And that's just not on Sunday morning or Sunday night or Wednesday night. That's the most important part is we can take the gospel. We're commanded, by the way. We're commanded to take the gospel. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That's just not for pastors and missionaries evangelists. That's, that's for saved people. Amen. I, I went out. We had the great privilege. Matter of fact, he bought our meal. It was a, it was a wonderful meal. But David, um, he connected me with some special tacos. If you ever, I, I can't pronounce them. I have no idea. But um, they took us out to eat the other night. And um, man, I'm telling you, they were so good. He was on his, I think he was still on his first or second. I finished. They, they were so good. And right now, I could eat three in a heartbeat right now, Brother David. But uh, when David... Uh, got the, the 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 bill and paid for it. He he put one of his famous chick tracks um, with paying that bill. That's, that's David's. That's David's way. That's David's method of getting the gospel. And he has done this hundreds and hundreds of times. Miss Betty, all her life has been a, a, a track passer outer. She has given the gospel of Jesus Christ out to so many people. Everywhere she goes, she, she hands out tracts. And, and so you don't have to, really, you don't even have to say a word. Just give a gospel tract. And uh, if you'd like to say, hey, take this, read. It shows you the way to heaven. The other, the other day, Daniel, uh, he asked me if I would go help a, a neighbor, a, a, a man. I'd not met the man before. But he lives in a, <laughs> I love it. If I could talk my wife into uh, selling our house and moving into something like this, but the the house he lives in is is probably from here to that wall, and it's probably not even that wide. And uh, but one of his little buildings, a telephone pole, had fallen over on it. And Daniel said, I, "I need help getting that telephone pole off uh, of Ed's uh, building." And I said, "Well, I, I don't mind helping you, but when I went up there, Daniel said." Uh, Dad, this is Ed, and he's had all kinds of health issues. He's 
had open heart surgery in February. He was in a coma for the entire month. And, um, and so anyway, the Lord just impressed upon my heart after we got the pole off his building. I, I said, Ed, I'd like to ask you a question. I, I said, I'm glad you're doing better. But I said, um, I said, do you know the Lord? And he said, yes, sir, I sure do. And, uh, and I said, well, that's the main thing in life is to make sure that we're ready to meet the Lord one day. And a little bit later, it was neat. Uh, I said, I'm going to be praying for you. I said, is there anything special you need right now? He said, I'll tell you what I could use. I could use a new body. I said, Ed, let me tell you some good news. I said, you told me you're saved. You're going to heaven one day. You're going to get that new body. And, uh, and, and his eyes got real big. I, I don't know if he's churched or anything right now, but uh, he said, I said, yeah. I said, when we get to heaven, we're going to have a glorified body. No more heart problems, no nothing. It's going to be great. So anyway, you and I, we can do that. The places, different places we go. Danny mentioned a couple of people uh, in the prayer room that need Christ. And we need to bind our hearts and minds together to pray for the, the unsaved. Years ago, man, churches would gather and, and people would gather and pray. They, they knew someone that needed the Lord. We did it for Ronnie Smith. I told you many times over. We would gather as men and beg God, beg God, beg God. Lord, you've got to save this man. You've got to save Ronnie Smith. And I, I think we've lost that. I, I think we have lost our, our burden for lost people. We forgot about hell. We forgot about the awfulness of hell. And so for a church to be a church with a heart, we must have a desire to see people come to Christ. Secondly, and I want to give you my heart on this. I think it's so true. My wife has said for many years, uh, our church should be like a hospital. Our church should be like a hospital for those who are sick. And I believe that. Sick spiritually. The second point I want to say tonight, to have a, uh, be a church with a heart, we need to have a desire to restore those who have fallen. Um, you know, a while ago, Ethan sang that song, Great is God's Faithfulness. I wonder how great our faithfulness is to people who have messed up in life. Um, I can't share this openly, but church, I want you to know, on, on every Sunday morning we gather, there is someone in one of these sections or some of these sections that have fallen spiritually. They have, they have made a mistake. They have, they have messed up and been blinded by the devil and, and have done something they regret that they have done. Now, should they come to church? <laughs> Amen. Uh, I hope you're not back there saying, well, how dare them? They have sinned this past week. How dare they come into the house of God? Where else do you want them to come? Amen? Who else do you want them to meet except Christians who will offer them a hand and say, hey, I know you're going through a, a tough time right now, and if you need a friend, I am your friend. I will, Look, all my life, Kim and I have had the great privilege, and I think it is a privilege to have people come, and, uh, and, and they don't have to confess their sin to us, but they will say, I messed up, I messed up, and, and, and please, we'll... And we've always offered our hand of love, our heart of love to say, we'll do anything. We're talking to people right now, and we want, we want them to, re to be restored. 
back to the Lord in full fellowship. I preached this morning on a young lad, a man after God's own heart. He sinned. He committed adultery. But did God just write him off the list and say, I'm through with you? No. And by the way, he doesn't do it with us either. The Bible says in the book of Galatians, uh, Brethren, if a, uh, ye which are spiritual, if a man uh, falls spiritually, ye which are spiritual, restore once in the spirit of meekness. And then it goes on to say, considering thyself. Do you know that you and I are not above falling spiritually? Matter of fact, let me just take a survey. How many of you, besides Brother Shake, you have sinned in the past seven days? Oh, just no. We all have. We all have. How many of you have witnessed to every person you have come into contact? How many of you have uh, thought a thought that you shouldn't have thought? How many of you have said something about someone else? By the way, uh, after you say something, when you say bless their heart, that doesn't count that God forgets, amen? <laughs> uh, but we, we Christians, that's what we think. Do you hear what? Did you hear what my wife did? Bless her heart. Do you hear what Tom did? Bless his heart. And, uh, but we, we, that's how we are. But I'm saying a church with a heart will restore, restore Christians back to fellowship with the Lord. Church with a heart, thirdly, we should have a desire to encourage those that are discouraged. I will say this, each service, not just on Sunday morning, they're here tonight. Each service we have people who need to be encouraged. Um, you say, no, nah, Christians, Christians never need to be encouraged. Oh, yeah, Christians need to be encouraged. Every service, this morning, again, I can't be open about all this. This morning, that's why I was late coming up the platform. I had four different people I wanted to talk to to try to encourage. They're going through tough times. They're going through, some are going through tough times financially. Some are going through tough times spiritually. Some are going through tough times with wayward children. Some are going through a tough time of marriage is not working out for them. And every service, there's someone in this auditorium that needs to be encouraged. By whom? Not just by me. By you. By, by you. They're in your section. They're, they're in your little area where you shake hands and, and they need to have a handshake and you need to look them in the eye and say, hey, if you ever need anything, let me know I'm praying for you. I love you. That's the church. That's the church with the heart. It's those who are going through tough times in so many ways. I thought about our church and Stephanie and others that you're going to honor the widows. <clears throat> church, I'm just saying, sometimes widows, widowers can be lonely people. I, I, I've never been in that uh, category. But I'm saying they, they need a church family. They, they need a church family that will love on them. We, we have children, believe it or not, we have children that come to this church and their homes aren't perfect, as no home is, but their homes sometimes are full of turmoil. And they need a, they need a pat on the head or they need 
Just someone say, hey, buddy, I love you. Or Danny, they need a starburst. Or they need a $5 bill given to them. Say, hey, I want you to know I sure love you. And that's the church with the heart. Don't, don't neglect. You say, no, nah, I never can. Oh, yeah, if you look hard enough, you'll find them. They're, they're everywhere, by the way, not just in, in the church house. They're outside in the uh, stores. They're, they're in the schoolhouse. They're everywhere. But people need to be encouraged by God's people. And then fourthly, um, a church with a heart should have a desire to make a difference away from this church. I mean, so outside these walls, we need to make a difference. Um, Mike, we have wonderful preaching here, don't we? When Austin preaches, I know what you're thinking. No, we have wonderful music here, seriously. We have biblical preaching. Austin is one of the finest young preachers I've ever heard in my life. Matter of fact, I, I stand amazed when he is here preaching. I'm, my heart is blessed. My heart is blessed. My heart's blessed to hear the choir. My heart's blessed to hear Ethan. My heart is blessed. I'm just saying we're blessed people inside these walls. Do you agree? We are blessed. We'll be blessed outside these walls. Wednesday night, Preacher Weaver comes. We'll be blessed. But the Bible says this in Jude. And of some have compassion, making a difference. If we live our life for us, never make a difference in someone else's life, I feel we have failed. I feel if we have this week our goals, our schedule, our plan, all for us, and never look to say, God, what can I do for someone else? We have failed. We have not fulfilled the will of God. So I'm challenging us in our church family. Why? Why would we take a love offering for a co-worker of Brother Mike's that does not faithfully attend Auburn Baptist Church? I'll tell you why. Because we're a church with a heart. See, it's not about us. It's about what God wants us to do for other people. Why would we gather, take 30 more minutes of our time on a Sunday night, men and women, why would we gather to pray for people? Some of these people we don't even know. Why would we sacrifice our time? I'll tell you why. Because we're a church with a heart. Why, Jessica... <laughs> I think you're crazy. <laughs> I think Becca's crazy. I think, uh, no. Why would our church give a whole week of their life? And they did. I'm not talking about two hours like I gave. I'm talking about a whole, more than a week. Before, during, after. Why would they do that? For the sake of kids? I tell you why. They have a, they have a heart. Our church has a heart for young people. I mean, workers, you were here, you saw, you were tired, you couldn't wait to get home just to get some rest. Why would we do that? Because we're a church with a heart. Why in the world would we love on our young people, to encourage our young people, to pray for them, to say, we're here for you. Why? Why? Because we're a church with a heart. I loved, I didn't know Miss Betty was going to tell me this this morning, but my uncle, I went to see my uncle and Miss Trudy this morning, and um, 
Susan, I'm going to see your mom this week. I finally found where her room is, so I'm going. Um, my uncle, uh, after I was talking to him for a while, he said, uh, that dear sweet lady came to see me again yesterday. And uh, I, knew, I knew who he was talking about. I said, Betty Haynes? Oh, yeah, and she, she even brought me a card. She said, he said, right, right there's the card she brought me. And um, I said, um, she's a blessing, isn't she, Uncle Jimmy? And he said, boy, she sure is. But Miss Betty told me this story because I thanked her for going to see my uncle. And she said, well, I'm going to tell you, Brother Shake. She told this in more words than I'm going to use, okay? You know Miss Betty. Uh, no, I'm kidding. She said, I, yesterday I was at home, and uh, she said, I don't know if you were cooking or doing something. I forget what you told me. She said, but she said, just, it, it just wasn't, I just wasn't having a, a great, great day. She said, I, I just wasn't having a great day. And she said, I said to myself, I'm going to the nursing home. And she said, by the time I got out of that nursing home, I was having a great day. And I'm going to tell you, this is free, not costing you a thing. We didn't even take an offering tonight. If you and I will learn to do that, we will have a great day. If you and I will get our eyes off of right here, don't look in the mirror and say, oh, what can I do for you today? You're going to have a miserable day. But if you'll look out and, hey, I know someone I can be a blessing to today. I know someone that can use me today. You will have a great day. And so I'm saying to our church tonight, I love each and every one of you. I trust that you all know Christ as your Savior. But let's be a church with a heart. Yes, let's enjoy everything God has given us inside, but let's get outside and be the church with a heart. It's a blessing to live for others. It's a joy to live for others. So church, I love you. I know the message is very simple tonight, but just be a church with a heart. May we pray. Father, thank you so much for my church. I love Auburn Baptist. Lord, I, I could share so many great stories of what these folks have done for others. And, and God, it's just great to be a part of a Bible-believing, a Bible-practicing church. And so, Lord, I want to thank you for every person who has had an influence in my life to teach me things. And so, Lord, I pray that we'll always be a church with a heart for other people. God, lead us again this week to be a help, to be a witness, to be a blessing. And Lord, if, um, if any of our members ever need something special, lay it upon our hearts that we can encourage those who are discouraged, those who may need some financial help, those who may need prayer, those who may need just a, a, a spirit of um, just lifting them up. God, help us to be there for them. So thank you, God, for being so good to us. We love you, Lord, and we appreciate everything that you have done. And God, we praise you for it all. In Christ's name, I pray. I'm going to ask you.